Okay, let's see. Toke as needed. Caution, objects may appear more edible than they actually are. You started the show without me. Well, I don't know. Can you guys even do the show with... Do you guys even need me? You guys started the show without me. Do you guys even need me still? <coughs> huh? Huh? No. Fine. Fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, Alright, I'll do it. Alright, I'll fucking do it. Start over. Fucking start the fuck over. <laughs> yeah, right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Mind of Manson podcast. You're here. You know what that means. It's Monday. Let's kick today's ass. How do I? How do you guys know it's Monday? Well, it's probably any other day of the week, depending on what day you're listening to this, but that means there's a new episode out right now. So shout out to all my people out there. What's up, everybody? What's good? I see you guys. You guys doing good? What's happening? Where you guys checking in from? 
Where you guys checking in from, eh? Where you guys listening from? UK, what's up? I see you guys. I see everybody else in the UK. America, what's up? Everybody, what's up? We having a we all having a good time here. Everybody cool? You cool. Everybody cool. Awesome. We're cool. We're doing good. At least I think we were doing good. That's the last thing I heard anyway, is that we were doing pretty good. I don't know. It's another day. I don't know. I don't know, guys. What do you guys talk about? What do you guys want to talk about today? You guys want to talk about anything this week? I don't know what happened this week. I don't really keep up on pop culture. Was it the Oscars? I don't know. Was there an Oscars? Ah, So there was a ritual TV show on. Huh. That makes total sense. That makes sense why I didn't take part in it, in it or watching it or, or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying too much. Maybe I'm not saying enough. Maybe you guys need to open your ears and eyes and understand what the hell is going on around you. It's not like it used to be, people. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it used to be at all. Shit's a little fucked up these days. Sure, I'll take a dab, Manson. Why, thank you, Manson. Drink your sunsets from a fountain. Yo, my nose looks way better, everybody. For those of you who don't know, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you're slacking. No, I explained to you guys that a torch blew up in my face. A little handheld torch blew up in my fucking face. I was going to do some dabs. And it's a shitty company. Shitty torch. A little fucking sketchy egg torch. My shit with my fucking straw was almost lit to perfect temperature. And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys know what happens now? Hold on. Damn, that tastes good. You could definitely taste the pineapple I mixed in there. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I was just standing there, man, with my torch, just lighting my fucking... Lighting my fucking nectar collector, man. <coughs> and all you heard was just fucking boom. My whole face got covered in a damn fireball. I got lucky. Burned the inside of my nose pretty good. Burned the edge of my nose pretty good. But I'm, I'm good. You can't even tell now. You know what I mean? You can't even really tell at all. Which is good. I really, really did get lucky. So... Yeah, I got really lucky. But anyway, you know who you know who else is lucky? Whatever team gets Tom Brady, bitches. Huh? What? Oh, you guys don't want to hear that? I'm sorry. Sorry did I uh, take you guys off and hit a little nerve, hit a little nerve ski. Oh yeah, pour some whiskey on this drowning man. Hell yeah. I was watching Malcolm in the Middle. Do y'all remember Malcolm in the Middle? And this is when they went to Burning Man. And they were, they wanted to light the Burning Man. And Reese tried to keep him from lighting the Burning Man. That's classic shit. 
You know what else is some other classic shit that kind of got slept on back in the day? Well, not really slept on, because it got seven or eight seasons. Grounded for life with the Finnerties and Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie's a fucking genius. You don't know who Uncle Eddie is? Oh, what the fuck is this dude's name? Let me look up his name real quick. But he played Uncle Eddie on Grounded for Life. And he also played, what was it? He was the dude on Pineapple Express that was like, I'm gonna go have dinner with my wife. I'm gonna go have dinner with my wife. Oh, what the fuck was his name? What the fuck is this dude's name? Kevin Corrigan. That's his name. Fucker's a genius actor. Funny motherfucker. A funny motherfucker, which means he fucks mothers. Which means I seen him outside of Gary's house the other night. I wonder if she's cheating on me. Hmm. Huh. That, that makes me think now. I wonder if Gary's mom is cheating on me. That'd be fucking sweet. Because then that's my excuse to dip out. Because I don't want to be involved anymore, guys. I mean... All Gary does is... You know who Gary reminds me? For those of you who don't know, this is your first time listening to the podcast. Gary is the FBI agent that listens in on the podcast and my music. And he's pissed off because I used to be a big old fat fuck. And I used to weigh like 300 pounds, 280. You know, I was fucking... I was a big dude. And I, I think some of these major record labels, Gary... He organized them to do a clone of me. And when I was going to go up and sign a record deal, they were going to kill me and send the clone back. But unfortunately, I lost all this weight and now I weigh 180 pounds. They just have a fat clone of me sitting around somewhere and it's all Gary's fault. And me and Gary's mom, we've been, you know, I, I, I met her on Tinder. Um, she was the only 78-year-old on there. So, of course, I had to swipe right. Um, and yeah, it turns out that it's Gary's mom. So it's a small world. That's what happens in the fucking San Luis Valley here in Colorado. You know what I mean? That's the kind of shit that happens. You know, it's not my fault. It's definitely not my fault. I wasn't the one who did it. I'll tell you though, she can, she sure can cook though. She makes a mean casserole. A really, really mean casserole. Um, stroganoff. She makes a really mean stroganoff. You know what I mean? Uh, potted meat sandwich. Her potted meat sandwiches are to die for. So, like, it's 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 all it's it's a win-win for me all around. You know what I mean? Uh, my foot feels better. If you're not paying attention, last episode, I stepped on Gary's Legos. Cocksucker. I'm just fucking around, guys. I hope you guys know I'm playing Gary. See you tomorrow night, slugger. Gonna go pick your mom up. And go to Chili's. And get the two for something special. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the music's going pretty good. Uh, I'm just waiting on some shit. 
and then the EP will go out. And in the meantime, go listen to my latest project, Red Rum, which is available on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Amazon. If you ain't got anything else to listen to, it's on YouTube. You're on YouTube all day at work when you should be working. If you don't got a job, you should be looking for a job, but instead you're on YouTube. So since you're on YouTube, go stream my shit. Um, before we get into the rise and fall of uh, the South Park Mexican, let's go pay some bills, fuckers. Thank you for listening to The Mind of Manson. You can catch new episodes every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Pocket Cast, and many more. Anchor makes it all happen. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Manson8305. That's M-A-N-S-Y-N-8305. That's where you can find all the updates on the music and all the updates on the podcast. Make sure you stream my new album, Red Rum, by me, Emiliano Manson, on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Amazon, iHeartRadio, you know, wherever you get your music. That's E-M-I-L-L-I-A-N-O-M-A-N-S-Y-N. You know I had to spell it out for you guys. Appreciate y'all. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Pocket Cast, we're everywhere. So you guys back, you guys got you guys got your snacks, you guys got your drinks. You guys ready? You guys ready? You guys ready? Fuck it though. Treats like some heavy rain. <coughs> anyway. Mm. Huh? Oh yeah, huh? Oh yeah, huh? So we're gonna talk about the rise and fall of one of my favorite rappers, uh, a legendary rapper who got himself in quite a predicament, and we're gonna get all into it, y'all. We're definitely gonna get all into it. He goes by the name of South Park Mexican, ladies and gentlemen. Or SPM. That's what we're going to talk about today. And this is actually who we're listening to right now, actually. So, let's, uh, let's break it down and see who this fool is. Listeners of the podcast, Carlos Corey, born October 5th, 1970, better known by his stage name, SPM, 
a backronym for South Park Mexican. He is an American rapper, songwriter, and founder of Dope House Records and convicted sex offender. His stage name is his stage name is from the South Park neighborhood in Houston, Texas, where he was raised. Koi started. You, you gotta let him know he's a fucking registered. You gotta let him know he's registered, y'all. Anyway, he started his music career in 1994. One year later, he, his brother Arthur, and one of his friends founded Dope House Records. Koi debuted at South Park Mexican the same year with the album Hillwood under the same label. In 2002, Carlos Coy was convicted of aggravated sexual assault of a child and sentenced to 45 years incarceration and is currently serving his sentence. Uh, it just says he, I'm not going to say where. Y'all can fucking look on Wikipedia and say where. It's none of my fucking business where he's doing his fucking time. Um, but it says he's eligible for a parole in 2024. While incarcerated, he has continued to record music. Man, you gotta let him know you're registered, Los. You know what I mean? Coy's father, Arturo, was a Marine from Texas. His mother dropped out of high school to marry Arturo. Their marriage ended three years after Coy's birth. Koi's sister, Sylvia, described herself as the mother's sister. Koi attended various elementary schools before entering the music magnet program at Welch Middle School. His family moved to southeast Houston, to South Park, and Koi attended Woodland Middle School. Koi became a crack dealer during this time. You know, gotta sell crack in your early teens, right? The rapper uh, Scarface, who uh, also attended Woodson, uh, Koi attended uh, Milby High School and he was expelled in 1987 while in ninth grade. Koi obtained a GED and <coughs> and he enrolled in a junior college, y'all. <coughs> so, kind of like your basic childhood shit. You know what I mean? But, he began his uh, music career as a Christian rapper but felt that doing music made him an outcast. In 1994, he started rapping and recording songs at South Park Mexican and SPM. In 1995, along with his brother and friend, <laughs> they founded the label Dope House Records, and SPM released the album Hillwood in March 1995. He promoted his first album for two years, and by 1997, he started working on his second album, Hustle Town. In March 1998, the album became a hit in the Houston underground rap scene. In December 2000, yeah, right, 2000, December 22nd. How do you confuse 22nd with 2000, you stone motherfucker? Anyway, <clears throat> oh, y'all hear the heater kicking on? Yup, that's the... Nah, I can't say what it was. My manager started poking his head in. We all know what happens when that dude pokes his head in. He asks for water, and I don't have no clean glasses, and it's just it's just warm tap water is all he's supposed to drink. But on December 22nd, 1998, he released his third album, Power Moves, The Table, 
which gamered mainstream attention. On November 23rd, 1999, he released his fourth album, y'all. Now, this is the one I want to talk about. He released his fourth album, The Third Wish, to rock the world. The lead single, So High, So High, charted at 50 on the Billboard Hot Rap Tracks. In February 2000, he signed a joint deal between his label and Universal Music Group, which earned him a $500,000 advance and national distribution. That's a pretty dope deal. Especially back then. Because you gotta keep in mind, there's no streaming back then. This is all hard copy shit. So that's not a bad deal. Uh, Universal released Koi's three albums, Time Is Money, The Purity Album, and Never Change. The Purity Album include the single, You Know My Name. Probably his most popular fucking song ever, y'all. And it peaked at number nine, at number ninety-nine on the Billboard R&B charts, at number thirty-one on the rap charts, and uh, at the two thousand Houston Press Conference Awards, he won every category he was nominated for, winning six awards: Musician of the Year, Best Rap Hip Hop of the Year, Songwriter of the Year, Song of the Year for So High So High, and Album of the Year for The Third Wish to Rock the World. Almost on top of the world. His label Dope House Records also won an award for Best Local Label at the 2001 Houston Press Music Awards. He won three awards that day. Best Rap Album, Local Musician of the Year, and Best Local Label. His Universal release did not gain much mainstream attention, but they suggested that his hardcore rapping proved to be too harsh for the masses. In 2002, the album Revo Park, the compilation of freestyles, was released by Dope House Records. Dope House released two new albums that Corey recorded, Incarcerated. When Devil Strike, released in 2006, debuted at number 46 on the Billboard Top 200 charts. And The Last Chair Violinist followed in 2008. Following a six-year hiatus, he released The Sun Norma, September 30th, 2014. about some charts y'all and I'll tell you what it was residing foreign mate selling for the Asian buds so like they said it didn't really chart but I remember all these albums like they were yesterday actually and the third wish to rock the world US R&B is 89. That's not bad for independent. And then uh, this came with Universal. Time is money. 
170 on the U.S. charts, top 200, 49 on the R&B charts. Never Change was 168. Revo Park, 149. When Devil Strike was number 46. Last Chair Violinist, 59. Son of Norma, 61. That's some pretty hard charting. I mean, the last three, when Devil Strike, Last Chair Violators, and Son of Norma, for being in prison, that's some badass numbers. Your favorite rappers still ain't even doing those numbers, and this motherfucker's locked up. You know what I mean? This motherfucker is locked the fuck up. Every time they fucking put him in a Baby Bash said in an interview, every time they put him in a, they put him in the hole every time he releases an album. Why is he in the hole? Well, dab time and then I'll tell you. Smell you later. That's how I'm going to end the podcast from now on. Smell you later. Yeah, right. I don't want to smell anything. This delicious dab I'm about to hit. Well, I hit this dab. Why don't you guys tell me about your day? What did you guys do today? Did you wash your hands? I've probably been talking quiet. It's because I'm fucking stoned. Hold up. Mmm. 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 That tastes pretty good, Manson. Well, thank you, Manson. Here's the bad part, y'all. On September... See, that was the bad part. Hmm. Take two. Take two. Now, on September 25th, 2001, Houston police arrested Coy on a charge of aggravated sexual assault of a child who was then nine years old. What the fuck, SPM? What the hell? What the hell, man? You sick son of a bitch. Allegedly, allegedly, I'm just kidding, y'all. Let me keep reading. But he was released from the county jail after posting bail. The incident occurred on Labor Day weekend that year. A Harris County, Texas judge indicted Coy on December 10th, 2001 and added another charge over a 1993 incident when he allegedly impregnated a 13-year-old girl who later demanded child support payments from him. Okay, so, back, back in the day, like before he was famous, okay, SPM went to a strip club, okay, and he was like CJ on San Andreas, he paid for that private dance in the back room and impregnated the stripper. Well, it turns out that stripper was 13 years old. This motherfucker did not bother to ask how old she was or see an ID. Why? Because they're in a strip fucking club. In a strip club. We have to be 21 and over to see naked 
chicks dance around to shitty music. The strip club done hired a fucking 13-year-old child. That means a 13-year-old was stripping and this stupid motherfucker ended up knocking her up out of all the strippers in the fucking building. Out of all the strippers in this dark, shitty bar that smelled like cigarettes and fucking... Huh? Yeah, I better not say that word. Smells like cigarettes and fucking sadness. He impregnated the strip... Uh, the 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 13-year-old stripper. <laughs> How can you not tell it's a kid, bro? How can you not tell it's a kid, bro? I mean, if it looks like a kid and it walks like a kid and it talks like a kid, it's probably a fucking kid, Carlos. But no telling, he was probably off fucking Percocets and Lean and a bunch of other Houston shit from back in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Um, yo, who is doing the hiring process at this fucking... Uh, who is doing the hiring process at this strip club, y'all? Now I'm scared to go to Shotgun Willie's. Or where else is there? I don't know. You probably won't catch me in one anyway. Y'all know why. I have my reasons. But anyway, yeah. So imagine imagine having a rough week at work and your boys talk you into going to the strip club and you're like, oh man, I don't want to go to the strip club. I was just there last night and the night before that. And they're like, oh, but there's this new little hottie that works there. You should see her. Her name is so-and-so. And you're like, so-and-so? What nationality is that? Because that's either island, Atlantic, 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 Atlantis, Mylanta, Fanta, and Santa. I don't know what that means. Is she Somali? Is she Jolly from Somali? Named Molly. Drunk off tequila in Molly. Hauling. Holly. On a fucking dolly. Probably. Huh? What were we talking about? Oh yeah, Carlos Coy. Impregnating a 13-year-old stripper. So imagine having a rough week at work. Your boys convince you to go to the strip club. You're like, no, because I was just there last night and the night before and the night before and the night before because I got a fucking problem. Um, no, I don't have a problem. This is I'm telling his story. Fuck you guys. Don't judge me. I wasn't there last night. They were closed because they had fucking maintenance issues. I should know because I was the first one in the parking lot at happy hour. Huh? What? No. Um... 
yeah, you had a rough week. So you finally go to the strip club and you're like, oh, all these chicks look the same. Because I was just here the last three nights. Uh, ooh, who's that? Who's that? What's up, girl? I'm Carlos Coy. Yeah, I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That much. Okay. Bada boom, went to the room. Bada boom, you got a fucking 13-year-old pregnant. How do you... Bro, out of all the strippers in the building, how do you fucking knock up the child? Weren't your boys watching you? You knew that was going to come back to bite you in the ass, didn't you, Carlos? You, you, you damn right you did. You damn right you did. You damn right you did. Anyway... Um, so she's 13 years old probably loses her job as a stripper because of course they're going to find out you're a fucking child where the fuck is your mom and dad or an adult or, or, or a legal guardian probably telling them you got a job at talk about you lying little bitch Shame on you for stripping at 13. Your parents should have raised you right. Well, I don't have any parents. Well, fucking somebody should have raised you right. The streets should have raised you right. My manager's poking his head in, fucking telling me to shut the fuck up. Probably done with his tap water. God, second. Anyway. Anyway, ski. Um. Yes, I just said ski, motherfucker. Um. Manson, you cuss on this podcast too much. Yeah, well, you cuss in real life too much, so shut the fuck up. No, um... So... He bangs her. Supports the kid. Supports the kid. All of a sudden, she wants child support. She wants money. Hmm. Well, this don't seem right, Mr. Carlos. I know it don't. Well, what should we do about it? Let's pay this bitch a a go-away fee. You know, the kind of fee... That dab got the best of me. That dab got the best of me. Yeah. Bring my vocals higher, 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 higher. There we go. There we go. The audio is better. I'm just kidding. I didn't do nothing to the audio. I am stoned, and I don't know why I just did that, but I just did, and you guys had to put up with it. But on March 2002, motherfucker, two more charges followed of the sexual assault of two 14-year-old girls. Carl was held, Coy, was, Coy was held without bail. His trial began on Mar- May 8th, 2000. That's, that's, do you guys hear that? That's that reptilian Shakira shit right there. Yeah, let's start over. Rewind it back and in three, two, one. In three, two, one.
and in a three, two, one, three, two, one, three, two, one. They wipe tears while I wipe fingerprints off lead. They say shoot for the stars, I say shoot for the head. I believe in good times, having peace and fun. But I'm still in my room trying to grease my gun. Can't let it get rusty if a shootout breaks. The only thing I want jamming is my screwed out tape. And tomorrow's the big day, gotta get my rest. 45 G's out of town, licked by threats. I'm all alone, my girl said that she couldn't make it. Cause she caught a damn cold in the hole. Body's aching and I feel kind of nervous, butterflies in my stomach, but I drift off to sleep, really thinking nothing of it, then something wakes me up and I open my eyes. Two 14-year-old girls this time, Carlos, son of a bitch, I'm trying to stick up for you, man, just kidding. Two more charges followed on March 2002 for a sexual assault of two 14-year-old girls. Carlos Cord was held without bail. His trial began May 8, 2002. When the nine-year-old girl's mother testified that the girl had a, left at a sleepover because of abuse. The nine-year-old girl's mother testified that the little girl left a sleepover because of abuse. The next day, the girl testified that Coy touched her inappropriately while she was sleeping. On May 18, 2002, the jury convicted Coy of aggravated sexual assault on the child. He was sentenced to 45 years in prison. On May 30th, in order to pay a $10,000 fine, as of 2017, Koya is incarcerated somewhere and is eligible for parole in 2024. His projected release date is April 8th, 2047. And the, de- and the Texas Department of Criminal Justice was previously incarcerated and it shows where he's incarcerated. He maintains his innocence in the case and the persistent messages from online posters calling for his release. His imprisonment has often been times labeled as controversial and has been opposed by different groups and individuals these individuals often being labeled as part of the free SPM movement, a group that believes Carlos Coy, a.k.a. SPM, is innocent and that he should be freed from prison. Damn, I wonder what it's like to fucking be all hyper late at night, fucking barking, interrupting a fucking podcast. Thanks, guys. Greatly fucking appreciate it. Fucking appreciate it so much, y'all. Thank you. No, so... 
that's what they have on it. That's what the internet has. That's what Wikipedia has. And that's pretty much how it went down in a nutshell. But Baby Bash has several interviews where he says he was present when the phone calls were made for a shakedown of some money. Well, if you don't give me X amount of dollars, I'm going to go to the court and say you touch my kid. Fuck you, bitch. I didn't do shit. Well, guess who has a charge on him for touching my kid? You do, motherfucker. I told you to pay me. And I'm going to pull the race card. I'm going to be that guy. You see a millionaire Mexican rapper, probably cocky with a shitty attitude, and you're a racist judge, you think you're going to give the Mexican rapper guy a break? No, you're not. No, you're not. No, 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 you're not. There's no way you'd give that Mexican rapper fuck a break. You know what I'm saying? I bet I know what they're barking at. They smell Gary's mom's cooking. It's probably a stroganoff again. Oh, wow. It's so fucking fire. Oh, wow. She makes it keto, too, guys. She knows what's up. She knows. The manager's looking at me all with. Hmm. Oh, you were listening to SPN. Cool. Anyway, guys. I don't even know why this fucker's in here. Time to go sit in the car while I do this. <laughs> anyway. We could go down another road. Y'all guys want to go down Conspiracy Road? Well, first, before you get down the conspiracy road, you got to take an exit at, well, you go down 400, you, you, you go down to mile marker 420, and then you take a left, drive for about f- four minutes, 20 seconds, and then you get off at exit 420, and then you go down another four miles and uh, about 20 feet, and then you'll reach the Fuck yourself, uh, retreat. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's where you'll reach it. Are you guys there yet? Did Google Maps lead you down the wrong way? Did it? Did it? Do you guys think Carlos Corey did it? I. To be honest with you. To be completely honest with you, to be completely, completely, completely honest with you, I think the white man did it, B. I don't know why. 
I believe him, but I do. Not real shit. Real shit. Might have been the dun 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 Illuminati. Maybe this motherfucker knew some truth. Maybe this guy was gonna expose some truth. Maybe they were fucking pissed that he was a Mexican and that he was gonna expose some truth. Maybe they locked him up because that's his way of punishment. You guys know what I'm talking about. You say your shit, they either kill you or punish you or fucking drag and tarnish your name and drag it through the mud. You guys know that? I know that. You guys know that? I know that. You guys think it was the Illuminati? You think the Illuminati set up Carlos Coy? SPM? 45 years. That's a 50-50 chance right there. He either did it or he didn't do it. So it could be three things. One, he did it. Sick son of a bitch. Number two, allegedly, allegedly. Number two, the judge sided with those psycho chicks because they were racist. Not the chicks, the judge. Or number three, it's an Illuminati punishment. It could be either one, y'all. It could be either one. How do you get 45 years in, in prison and a $10,000 fine? Like, that's just way the fuck off, isn't it? Ain't like 45 years? I don't know. Never been in the system. I've been to a system of a down concert. Never been in the system. And that's just because I've had my shit together. Or I haven't got caught. It's probably because I haven't got caught. No, I don't know who that belongs to. Get that out of my face. This guy just picked up a syringe from the sidewalk. Asking if I knew who it belonged to. It's yours. Actually, it's... It's his needle, but it's your arm. You guys can share it. Oh, shh. Don't give me that look, podcast listeners. Like, if that offended you. You guys know, you guys know I'm good. You guys know I'm good for it, right? Does it let me borrow the 20 bucks or not? Gotta get a scratch ticket. Cause I got a feeling. Such a beautiful feeling. Now I think it kind of, maybe it was an Illuminati setup. I don't know. I don't know. Red team go. Red team go. Is there a guy in the bushes? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is this motherfucker made some timeless music. He is a legend. And I low-key, high-key, low-key, high-key, high-key.
I think he's innocent. I hope he's fucking innocent. He's not innocent, dirty bastard. If he is innocent, sorry you're in there, bruh. If he's not cloned by now. <coughs> Damn, think about it. That's some harsh shit. I mean, they're doing that to Kodak Black now. How the fuck do you kill Kodak and then fucking have the clone and then still keep the clone locked up? Is the clone that much, is is the clone that just as ignorant as fucking Kodak? Is that how that shit works, y'all? Please let me know in the comments below. Like if this is a YouTube video. Please subscribe to my channel. It's... I mostly do game streams and unboxings. I'm just kidding, guys. I don't have a YouTube channel. I mean, I kind of do because I uploaded a music video. It's a badass music video. <coughs> it's for End of the World, which is off my new album, Red Rum. Now on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, iHeart, Amazon, you know, all the major shit. You can listen to it on YouTube. Yo, I am pretty stoned right now, guys. I'm just trying to figure this out. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. So you had a so you had a you had a bad day at work. Your boys convinced you to go to the strip club. He said, I don't wanna go because I was there the past four nights. Okay. Well, they say, well, hey, you've never met so-and-so, so so-and-so is working tonight. Let's just go. So you end up going and you meet up with so-and-so. And then when you meet up with so-and-so, you... <sighs> Where the fuck is so-and-so from still? Did we ever figure that out? Which island is so-and-so from? Persia? Paris. Pittsburgh. just want to let you guys know that that all I know is all I know and what I do know is this out of all the strippers in the building how in the fuck do you pick the one that's fucking 13 years old and knock her up bro can't you tell the difference between an adult and a fucking child Even Baby Bash says, yeah, that would happen. But he raised the kid as it got older. Bitch just wanted money. When he didn't give her money, she went for him legally. And when found out the other one was going for him legally, 
The other one went for him legally. Fucked his whole shit up. They say he records in jail, like, over the phone, and then they say he just had multiple tracks afterward. You know what I mean? Just so many recorded, like, back in the archives, which you could do to this podcast if you want. You want to go listen to it. Hell, we're about 50 episodes in, 40-something, 46, 47 episodes in, almost episode 50. You know, we, we got a lot of stuff to keep you guys busy on your daily workout, your jobs. Uh, you know, where, where, wherever you guys are in public with headphones, I'll see you guys in town. I don't ever stop and wave because <laughs> you got to keep your hands on 10 and 2. But no, man, I, I see you guys out there. And who I'm talking about as, as far as you guys, anybody that enjoys my fucking shit, anybody that enjoys my podcast, my content. I like that. It means a lot to me. It makes me happy. Are you guys still here? I didn't know you guys were still here. Shit. Huh. Well. I better get like Gary's mom and wrap this thing up. So what do you think guys? Do you think Carlos Coy did it? Think SPM's guilty? Or innocent. Or innocent. Or guilty. Well apparently he's guilty. Because he has 45 years behind bars. But those labels could also be switched. Just depends if. You do it or not. So. What were we talking about? I think I dozed off while I was talking to you guys. Was I even talking? Or was it just like a minute of fucking quietness and silence? Because if there was, I did that on purpose for you guys to think. Think about your life and how far you've become. Fuck yeah, man. I don't know. I hope it's not true, but I could also see why they want to fuck with him and destroy him and take him down too, so, it just depends on what you think, buddy, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, good night.